0: It's time for Tower Talks with Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast. And here's your host, Inside Towers business
1: editor, John Celentano.
0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This episode is sponsored by Inside Towers Intelligence, a quarterly market report that dives deep into the wireless infrastructure ecosystem. It looks at market trends, capital expenditures, relevant M&A transactions, and more. Intelligence is designed for managers, marketers, and investors. An annual subscription also includes an exclusive briefing and online support. The Q4 2021 issue is in production now and will be available shortly. For more information or to subscribe, visit www.insidetowers.com intelligence. We have a timely and interesting topic today With all the wireless carriers in full 5G build-out mode, most of that build-out, at least in the current stages, involve macro cells on towers and other support structures. But every location is different and requires a tower that fits the available land, and yet supports the current and future equipment required to deliver wireless coverage from that site. This means that different types of towers are needed in different situations. Here with me to talk about some of these tower designs that are available to address the current and future site needs and some novel solutions to overcome deployment challenges is Michael Pelletier, Vice President, Sales and Business Development at Arcosa Telecom Structures. Michael, welcome to Tower Talks. Thanks. It's great to be here. Good to have you. Michael, give us the, uh, the elevator pitch on Arcosa Telecom Structures and the key role that your company plays in the wireless infrastructure business.
1: About two years ago, uh, Arcosa, a publicly traded company based in Dallas, Texas, acquired East Point Industries, and that's where Arcosa Telecom Structures was born. The parent company, Arcosa, recognized real growth opportunity in this area, and they saw this as an opportunity for them to get into this space. We are primarily producing macro cell structures, uh, lattice towers and poles. That's probably 70 to 80 percent of our, our business today. We have a highly customizable straight pipe, small cell product, small cell pole offering and uh, single carrier mini macro structures. Hmm. Additionally, we're starting to produce concealment structures and believe that this market is somewhat underserviced and we're looking yep. to create better solutions here. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we're in the process of developing a, a lighter duty tower that's optimized for ISPs, utilities, you know, any other application that requires a robust tower, but mm-hmm. doesn't need a full-blown structure. And we're working primarily with distributors and resellers to connect with customers in this space. Gotcha.
0: Okay. In determining what fits where, what are some of the considerations that the end user or the tower company
1: um, have to make before they decide um, what's appropriate? Yeah, again, there are quite a few. Um, a, a big one, obviously, is, is, is just, you know, what, do you, what are you supporting? Um, if you're if you're looking to, to take multiple carriers and put it onto a structure, it's, it's, it's got to be pretty robust. So it, it does narrow down the offering. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got other other situations like airports, you know, and, and height restrictions. You've got soil, you know, requirements, soil needs. Um, but but, uh, you know, a big one is 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 also aesthetics. You know, if you're, you're yeah. putting something into an area where you know, a lot of people are going to see it, you want it to be as clean as possible. Yeah. Um, another another thing that, that that's considered is, is the footprint, um, you know, a guide, a guide tower takes up a tremendous amount of real estate. And it's just not possible in, in a lot of locations. The next narrowest footprint is going to be a self-support tower. Um, and then the, the, the smallest footprint is going to be a, a monopole. Mm-hmm. So all of those things kind of go into what what drives the decision. Um, we don't typically dictate. You know, that usually comes to us. That's already kind of planned out. Or are capable of supporting whichever one of those things the customer is looking for.
0: Now, the, 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 these different types of towers, the guide, the self-support, the monopole, are they, do they sort of peak in their, in their capabilities at certain heights? Or um, how, how does that come Yeah, from? I mean, that's another consideration.
1: Uh, guide towers have the, the, the largest capacity in terms of, in terms of height. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see like a, a broadcast tower, like out in the middle of a field that's like really tall, yeah. Um, those are almost always going to be big towers towers. Um, self supports, you know, we we've seen we built self support towers that are over four hundred feet, but that's kind of about where they peak out. Um, a multi carrier four hundred foot self support tower is is a ridiculously robust structure. I mean, the, <laughs> the legs on it are massive. <laughs> um, and then monopoles, you know, two hundred to three hundred feet is kind of the top that you could you could hit there. Um, three hundred would be a massive monopole. Yeah. Um, so, so that's kind of the, the, you know, the run of the, the ranges. As we see the out taking place and
0: new, new structures going up, uh, are there, is there one that seems to get a little more traction or attention than others? Uh, just given the, um, you know, the
1: size and the space and the aesthetics requirements that you mentioned, right. So for us right now, we're seeing a significant uptick in our activity on on monopoles. Uh-huh. Um, that's definitely our fastest growing segment, uh, and some of that comes from the fact that you know being acquired by Arcosa um, gave us the ability to you know tap into some other manufacturing facilities. So we actually partner on our monopoles with the Arcosa Meyer Utility Structures business, uh-huh. and we build the things that make a utility pole a monopole in Muskogee. We ship them down to. The folks at Arcosa Ar- Meyer in, in Fort Worth—they produce the product and they ship it on our behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that it's it's a new product for us is, is part of why we're seeing the growth. Um, but I also think that the extensive capacity that we have um, in manufacturing those poles has also given way to you know to a nice um, a nice bump in our business, and it, it continues to outpace in terms of growth the rest of our the rest of our product categories. So. Uh- I'm assuming these products don't sit on the shelf <laughs> that
0: there there's some adaptation or customization with these are, are you seeing more of a uh, a built a suit type of uh, approach to the market or or are they are, are a lot of applications um, easily satisfied with uh, maybe a
1: standard design that you may have already available? yeah, you're absolutely correct um there's there's really no such thing as a as a standard um, macro cell tower everything is built hundred percent. Um, to suit the, the exact requirements of a specific site um, you've got you know things like like the elevation that you're at is is, is a big factor but d- depending upon what you're doing you know we, we need to we need to run it through detailed engineering to make sure this thing mm-hmm. 100% doesn't fail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we're, we're optimizing it it's also it's also a very competitive space so sure if we over engineer it too much we're not competitive anymore so we have to build it to, to do to do today and then factor in what's planned for the future mm-hmm. so we typically you know we typically are building it for uh for exactly what they're they're asking for um that's a little different you know i i i made a reference earlier to the you know to the the, the new kind of lighter duty towers those are a little bit more cookie cotter mm-hmm. um those it, again it's it, it doesn't have the nuance that you have with a with a you know, full blown macro cell tower.
0: Now, who, who, which types of companies tend to be your customer? I mean, are you selling directly to the mobile network operators, or the tower companies, or contractors, or give us a sense of um, your go to market on? Uh, with these, yeah. Companies?
1: So, our, our biggest customer category are going to be the vertical real estate companies. Um, you know, the, the the folks that are that are leasing space and you know building these towers, yeah. and and they would they would then you know, lease the space to uh, to the carriers. Yep,
0: yeah. But their a lot of their requirements are dictated by their customers too, aren't they?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: In, yeah, in terms of what they're gonna put up on the tower and uh, maybe mm-hmm. space for multi-tenants. Uh, I mean, there, there are, I mean, like we mentioned earlier, there are a lot of variables to be considered
1: with each location, right? Yeah, it's, it's really rare that we'll, that somebody's going to approach us with the plan of putting a single carrier on, on yeah. you know, yeah. a, onto a tower. It's it's normally, you know, two to three minimum um, for for maximizing the revenue on that on that mm-hmm. space.
0: Mm-hmm. That you sell directly to these companies, or do you, are you are you looking at using, or do you use uh, distribution channels of any kind? We
1: we sell directly to those companies for the for the macro cell towers. It's, mm-hmm. it's really the the only category where we really de- are dealing with resellers is going to be that that kind of that next that next level down mm-hmm. uh, the intermediate towers. Um, and primarily, right now, that's self support um, that's the the type of product that we're seeing there. Uh, we're also on these these other. I mentioned I mentioned kind of the the, the poles that we have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, those those are are also. You know, somewhat optimized for working with resellers on. I mean, we expect
0: a, um, uh, if we can think about it as a second wave of smaller structures. Yep. Once the macro network gets built out, then you know the infill and the densification will require a lot, actually, quite a quite a few more uh, smaller structures. And um, it sounds like you're positioned to some some degree for that already.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you know as you as you start to, as you start to see the the requirement for the signal to be closer to to mm-hmm. where you are mm-hmm. um, applications like connected car et cetera um, mm. that's going to dictate that that the network gets d- denser and, and nearer um, you know you, you can't have any latency when you're <laughs> when you're sitting in a car and it's, it's driving itself you, you've got to know that that signal is, is instantaneous
0: yeah well even fixed wireless applications where we're looking at home internet or you know short distance connectivity over the air
1: um that's that's where these smaller structures are going to come into play right yeah but we still see the the macro tower playing a major role um we're not expecting that the construction of the, these larger structures to to slow down anytime soon yeah yeah uh, i'm with you
0: yeah very good good well look this is this is good this has been great any other thoughts or or comments you'd like to make as we, we wrap up here
1: no, I mean it's an exciting space. Uh, we're 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 really thrilled to be part of it, and uh, we're 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 making a real effort right now from a marketing standpoint. We've we've spent some some effort on our LinkedIn presence, um, working with folks like you guys to try to, mm-hmm. to get the word out about who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're uh, we're bullish on the future.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. So, how can interested parties find out more about uh, our Cosa
1: Telecom structure's products and services? You can go to our website where we have uh, all of our contact information listed. Um, there is a place to, to connect with us on LinkedIn if you uh, if you want to go that route, or you can just type in our Coastal Telecom structures in mm-hmm. and LinkedIn and, and follow us. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, will you be uh, attending or uh, exhibiting at any upcoming shows or conferences? Yeah, coming right up, we're going to be at the South Wireless Summit. Uh, uh-huh. We'll have a presence there. Uh, there's a couple other shows that we're looking at between now and ConnectX. OK, uh, but that's our next big one. We'll have a we'll have a, a decent sized booth over there. we we'll be ready to talk to you about your your uh, your build needs for the rest of the year. And yeah. hopefully can can assist anybody that has those with uh, with with going in and, and, and making their year successful. Very
0: good. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you there. We'll be there. And uh, I think it's going to be a good conference. But, uh, you know, appreciate your time today, Michael. Uh, uh, interesting and informative conversation. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to everyone for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.